Listen to the cicadas. It's so relaxing. And then you sipping, it's like an ASMR episode. (laughs) (laughs) Pull out your cookies again, because then that that adds to the... That adds to the crinkling. Patty eats her cookies. (laughs) Can you believe people make fucking millions of dollars off this shit? I know, right? We should we should do an ASMR episode of this podcast. Hmm. Oh, yeah, okay, that would be weird. And then we would lose our 30 listeners. What a Friday. What a Friday. Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. And also tell five friends about us. We would appreciate that. You can also uh, check out our back episodes by going to thewatchlistpod.com. Engage with us on social media, at symbol Pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, and at symbol The Watchlist Pod. And like the cicadas, if you listen to us on Apple Podcast or Apple, uh, please give us a five star review. We would appreciate that. <laughs> oh man! So I turned up the sound on my microphone because I yeah. noticed I was always so soft when I was editing, but now it seems you can hear noise in the background. Well, that's a Particularly that's a microphone for you. So yeah, yeah, but. But it actually adds a sort of pleasantness to this episode. All right, then. A last ditch of summer, if you will. Oh, there you go. Yes. Since we're recording this actually on Friday morning instead of our usual Friday night. As we head into the Labor Day holiday weekend. As we head into the Labor Day holiday weekend. So as everybody is listening to this, it is Monday. It is the celebration of Labor Day. So we hope you are having a good day off. Yes, I hope you are all enjoying yourselves. Yes, and I'm I'm actually excited. I've got three things for you. I have pulled together three things as well. All right, and all of my things are strong, stronger, and strongest. There's no shit this week for me. Oh, um, uh, I I think it depends on your point of view if any of my things are. Or shit. If anything, it'd be this the the first one I will talk about. Okay. Um, but before we get into it, mm-hmm. have you ever heard of dog TV? Yes. I tried to let uh, Barkus watch some, and he was completely not interested and fell asleep on the t- couch. Really? Yeah, All right. Because, because this past weekend, I drove to as I cut to it right now on my computer screen, and it's utterly fucking fascinating. (laughs) Um, I had to drive to the Outer Banks uh, from New Jersey, which is a seven-hour drive. And my car broke down along the way. Oh, yeah. It was was a whole thing. Well, anyway, I finally get there. It's like 11 o'clock. I'm fucking tired. It, you know... It, the room is just like nasty. It's like a one and a half star room at best. Aww. And 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 part of that is me being bougie. I fully take you know I fully take blame for that. 
But I'm turning on TV just to kind of unwind from the road and all that stuff. And the first channel that's on is dog TV. (laughs) And I fucking watch this for 20 minutes. (laughs) It's great. It is the first channel created to bring relaxing video and music to dogs, created specifically for canines. It is it is exactly what you think it is. Exactly. It is images. It is images of dogs frolicking, playing, just being dogs. And it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, there was the one time I put it on for him. I think it was there was a dog walking through a park. And I mm. think the camera was on the dog as you sniffed at things and stuff. And I thought, what the fuck is this? He doesn't give a shit. He's not smelling the smells. He doesn't even know what he's looking at. And he was clearly, he just laying on the couch, like didn't even turn his head to look at the TV. I think somebody squeaked a toy on the TV. He didn't even flinch. I have got to try this for Chewy and Yeah, let me know what they think. I have got to because I have discovered this. It is fascinating. If you have dogs... Now, it says it's a premium channel, Hmm. so you may have to subscribe to this. I'm going to noodle around my cable and see if it it comes up. I think I had it with Dish Network. Okay. I think that I had that. And I I know with Dish Network there was also like a kitty TV, and it was a bunch of cats like climbing on like a dollhouse and stuff. It was- I fucking love it. It was- fascinating that for, for me i don't think it was supposed to be your cats watch it i think it's people who wanted to just have cats on the tv oh no because <laughs> cats See, rule I the think... world clearly but uh, but i but but the videos that i scroll through most on tiktok and and instagram dog and cat videos and, yeah pet videos and they pet videos cute funny child yeah. yeah, they're 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 infinitely fascinating and yeah. time consuming and relaxing. So always something fun to watch. So yeah, that's right. All right, yeah. so there's dog TV. If you have it, check it out. All right. All right, what's your first thing? So my first thing is a new-ish series on Netflix called Painkillers. Okay. This stars Uzo Aduba and Matthew Broderick. Sam Anderson is in it as well, and it is essentially. The whole Purdue Pharma opioid Richard Sackler thing in six dramatic episodes. But they did that with Dope Sick, though. They sure did, which is why I'm like, it's going to be your point of view whether you care about this and like it or not. So did you like this? I barely got through the first episode to where I was like, I don't need to watch this story again because I already know it. I know it from the documentary called The Pharmacist. I know it from Dope Sick and every other opioid crisis thing they've put out. This was on Netflix. It's came, it premiered August 10th, so it's still new-ish. I mean, mm. It's only like, what, 30 days old or so? Okay. But that but it just seems like a cheap... It, it seems like they're trying to do it again. I don't know how cheap it is if they've got Matthew Broderick in it, but... Whatevs. I'm, well, not yeah. cheap in terms of talent cost, but right. cheap in terms of, hey, this seemed like a cool story. Let's produce our own. Yeah, let's do it again. Uh, also, yeah. by the way, West Duchovny is in it. She is the daughter of Taya Leone and David Duchovny. I thought yeah, that Duchovny was an interesting is thing not to a, find him. Yeah. 
Duchovny is not exactly a, you know, common name. Exactly. But well, I, had to, right. I had to confirm because, you know, I don't want to assume. I mean, anybody could make up a name in Hollywood. Well, Dave and Taya, sorry, I'm still not watching it, but. Yeah, I'm sorry, West. I, I just can't. I just, I tried. I tried to see if it was any better than the others, and I'm just like, yawn. I've seen this yeah. story. It's the whole drug crisis fuckers. Purdue Pharma can suck it, and I don't want to give them any more of my attention. This well, should be about the people who were hooked, who were duped into becoming addicts to oxycodone. That's what this should be about. But yes, I, I guess to Patty's point, it's been done before. Watch the documentary or watch Dope Sick. Yes. All right. The first thing I have also came from that trip to uh, the Outer Banks. Oh. So I was attending a wedding, which which was beautiful. Uh, shout out to Bill and Amanda, and congratulations on on getting hitched. You guys are awesome. Congratulations. Uh, so I'm sitting in my room, and and the best man hits me up and says, "Are you going to go to the beach? Because the Outer Banks is is like beach town." Okay. And I and I say no because I'm looking out of my window and I can actually see water. Ooh. But but by the time I get up and get dressed and hobble my fat ass over to the beach, I would then only be there for like half an hour, hobble back, and then hurry to get dressed. Oh. And okay. I don't and I don't want to do that. I want to be leisurely about it. Yes. Well, while I was getting dressed, the Adam Sandler movie Pixels came on. Okay. Have I seen that? Uh, you might have. Hmm. Um. So oh, what had happened? I avoid Adam Sandler, so I might not. And see, I don't. I I don't because I think Adam Sandler, while he can put out crap, when he's good, he's great. Yeah, there's just something about his face that I don't like. It's irrational, I know, and that's I just am a I just don't. Now you're just being silly. I know. It's I told you it's irrational. I don't know why. I just don't like him. Well. Okay, that's Patty. Yeah, that's just uh, me. I know it's just me. So, so here's the premise, though. When these this takes place, it begins in 1982, and these kids all go to a brand new arcade, and uh, they play so well that they be that they get into an international video game um, contest. Well, that contest is videotaped, and they send the videotape off into space because reasons. Well, it turns out aliens intercept that video Uh and misinterpret that as a declaration of war. And they attack Earth using the video games as models. So it's 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 fascinating because by the time the aliens come to Earth, uh, all these kids are grown up. One of them is Adam Sandler. Kevin James is the president. And Peter Dinklage is the washed up. Donkey Kong King. So Kevin James is the president, like of the United States. Yes, president of the United States, Paul <laughs> Blart, Mall Cop. <laughs> Anywho, what I I watched it to hate it, but I I ended up watching it because I was very amused by it. And when you see all of these, and what, these guys have to figure out a way to fight the aliens 
but it's using all the old patterns and all the old 8-bit games and all that other sort of stuff. So it's actually kind of fun watching them fight video games hmm. in real life. And you can really tell, and and I'm going to get to something Adam, something else Adam Sandler did as well, but Adam Sandler loves the 80s. Yeah. And I'm glad yeah. that he does. I found this movie, I found Pixels to be actually quite entertaining. Okay. I, I'm not going to say go out and and rent it, because from what I see here, um, you know, you'd have to rent it uh, for like four bucks or something uh, like that. I could rent a new movie for four bucks. Well, yeah, that's well, what I'm saying. But, newer movie. But if it happens to come up, give it a whirl. If you If you like Adam Sandler and you like video games and you like... Like sci-fi shit, I I found it amusing. Okay, it, it would be what twelve-year-old Bill would love to see, but tw- but fifty-two-year-old Bill really enjoyed anyway. So you uh, went in to, for a hate watch and ended up actually liking it. Yes, very much so, and I admit that because I wanted to hate on it because why take something so beloved like video games, and and make Kevin James the president first of all and then, <laughs> and then second of all like take take all these video games which I played ad nauseum mm-hmm. I mean we're talking Defender Galaga Pac-Man Asteroids Space Invaders we're talking all that but this movie ends up doing them all justice well, okay and I can't and but that only comes from an old geek nerd like me so I think there has to be a, a a a geek nerd gene in people who watch it. Yeah, yeah, or ha- who right. watch so, it and enjoy it. Maybe did it? I yeah. don't. I feel like it didn't get very good reviews when it first came out. Oh no, 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 no! It got trashed. Okay, okay. But but then again, you're not looking at that kind of movie through the same eye you're gonna watch, you, you know, like fucking Oppenheimer. Ed, true. So, okay. yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, that's Pixels. It, it was an enjoyable cable watch. If it's on your cable or or something, give it a whirl. Why not? All right. My next thing is it's under the new releases on Netflix, but that's only because Netflix now finally has it to stream. It's a movie from 2016 called Arrival. It stars Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, and Forrest Whitaker. Oh, that was a fucking great movie. Exactly why I thought I'd bring it up for the holiday weekend, although it's over now as you're listening to our podcast. But No, people are still enjoying well, the holiday as well, they're listening. Maybe. It's Monday. So, yeah, they might be enjoying their Labor Day. So if you want to watch Arrival, it's now on Netflix for streaming, and it's about 12 extraterrestrial spacecrafts that are hovering just above certain locations on the Earth. And then everybody starts to panic because, you know, 12 spacecraft have come to Earth. And the the uh, military and scientific experts are all trying to study this and figure out what it is and what they want and how to talk to these things. They There's, like, these seven-limbed, I don't know, like, not-quite-octopus-like aliens inside. They call them heptapods because there's seven limbs and not eight, obviously. And... Amy Adams plays a woman who's a linguist. She's like, uh, uh, she specializes in every language on the planet. And they bring her in to try and find a way to communicate with these beings. And that's what this is about. It's a little bit timey-wimey. 
I'm going to throw that out there right now. Oh, it's yeah. Not it's a, not linear. And it's, it's not and it's a linear storytelling telling at all. But yeah. I really like this movie. I, I loved it a lot when it first came out. And I thought it was great. And I think I might just go watch it again when we're it's, done recording. It was I fucking like, fantastic. Yeah. And somebody gave me the book, but I've never made the time to read it. I might just go do that. Uh, uh, and what's interesting is that Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner both are people you have seen in like superhero fair. Mm-hmm. And you might forget that these people can actually act their asses off. Fuck yeah. You know, and Jeremy Renner, if you haven't seen The Town, watch The Town, directed by Ben Affleck. That's a great movie, and he's hilarious in it. But anyway, but what I loved about The Arrival is that it's not linear in its storytelling. Yeah. And you can't tell why, because that'll give away a bunch of Yeah, I didn't want to start telling a whole lot of anything other than what I've just told you, and that it's timey-wimey. Now, where can people watch The Arrival again? It's on Netflix. Netflix? Yep. It just, That's great. Well, I I looked at Netflix to get the name of something. Oh, that painkiller thing, because I couldn't remember the fucking name of it. And right. I saw under um, new releases, this is listed, because it's newly available on Netflix. Nice. That's that's awesome. I love that movie. I'm glad you I'm glad you discovered it. It's called it. Arrival, not The Arrival, just Arrival. Yeah, don't get it confused with the Charlie Sheen piece of shit from the <laughs> 90s called The Arrival. Wow. Oh, anyway. Anyway, so that's that's my second thing. All right. My second thing is actually called The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning. It says it's on Peacock, but I caught it on Bravo. Oh, okay. And does Peacock have Bravo things? I have no idea. Eh, who I cares? I don't I don't know how it works now. Okay. But it is a show based on uh Margareta Magnuson's best-selling book. And and it's actually been created into a series and narrated by Amy Poehler. Okay where people are given a chance to organize their homes, their lives, and relationships before they die. And all of these people are dying. Okay, so all these people are know that the end is, is nigh. That is correct. Okay. And, and what three Swedish people do is they each perform a function. One actually deals with meditation and the psychology of it, Another one is the design of it, and and I forgot what the other what the dude did. No, he was the design, and the other one was like, like clutter. And all three of them. I mean, if you can imagine, sort of a cross between an HGTV series and a very interesting way to think of death. And what it and, and the whole premise of the show is explained very well in episode two by the person who is dying. Why leave everything up to the people who are left? Yeah, I got go through so go, much shit. Right. Yeah. So what these people do is they come in and they help you not just detach from stuff that really doesn't matter, but deal with the letting go of it. Mm-hmm. And then they also help the people around you understand the process of what you're going through. 
I swear to you, this is a really touching series. Okay. So it's now, a team of people who come and help. Yes, it's a team of three. Very nice Swedish people. And I just happened to watch episode two called Fuck Cancer. So you only watched episode two? I only watched episode two, and here is the here is the reason why. I watched episode two as a lark. We just happened to be watching uh, um, Project Runway last mm -hmm. night, and there was a promo for it right after. So we figured, what the fuck? It looks interesting. Yeah. We both okay. like Amy Poehler, and you know we'll give it a shot. Well, Laura has a hard bedtime because she's got to get up and actually, you know, go to a physical job in the morning, whereas yes. I. You know, I try to make this work for a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't laugh. Anyway. <laughs> it's not funny. No, it's not funny. I need work. <laughs> Help me. Anyway. So we're up watching this and we're just mesmerized by this. Huh. And, it's, and it's just, it's a very, very, very interesting way of looking at your death and the material as well as the psychological, while the person is still alive. And, and what got me at the end of this episode is that they showed an epitaph that the subject of the show literally died less than 10 days ago. Wow. They showed a, a card at the end of the show saying that the subject of this show died on August the 23rd, 2023. Oh. I think it's August 23rd. Okay. And 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 yeah, you're like, damn, because this woman is so vivacious on this show, but she had terminal stage four cancer. Mm. Fuck cancer. And yeah, fuck cancer. Ugh, in the hardest way. Um But it's but this show is beautiful in that. The only thing I will say is the hesitation that we both have is that we don't want to keep exploring death. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, so from what I'm seeing here, I don't know how many. It says season one. Um, there look to be eight episodes. I don't know if I want to go through death eight times. Yeah, yeah. I found one episode completely poignant. Okay. And I have a feeling that they're going to do exactly the same types of things with seven other individuals. Yeah, I mean... the. How much different can it be? Right. But watching one or two episodes is, I think, is absolutely worth it. Yeah. So try your Bravo On Demand or Peacock or some shit like that. The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning. Hmm. I think I will. It's very good. All right. Yeah. So I had signed up for the entire year. For AMC Plus, paid in advance. So, oh, wow. yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, it was a, apparently it was a good deal, and it was such a good deal, I've already forgotten about it and forgot to go look at AMC Plus a lot. So I logged in to see what the hell is even at AMC Plus, and I found out season two of Dark Winds has begun. What? Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck well, Dark Winds is. Dark Winds is, the, is based on the Leaphorn and Chi novels by Tony Hillerman. And it follows two Navajo police officers, um, uh, Jim Chi and Joe Liebhorn. 
and uh, everything that they're doing. And in season two, and it, this all took place in the 70s. So these are, these these episodes, the whole series takes place in the 70s. And in season two, um, Joe Leaphorn, the, the policeman, he's investigating the death of a man involved in a mysterious cult. And Jim Chi is moonlighting as a private investigator and he works a case of his own. And when their investigations collide, Leaphorn and Chi find themselves in grave danger. Whoa. Whoa. It's a good, like, kind of westerny um, 70s mystery kind of series. You know, kind of a cop show, but not a procedural by any means. It's a lot of uh, family going on on the reservations and a lot of uh, Native American culture. Uh, pointed out in in like a like this is their life kind of way and I really liked season one and I didn't realize season two had started um Joe Leaphorn is played by Zahn McLarnon who you may have seen in Westworld Reservation Dogs Longmire Queen of the South he's been in a ton of shit okay and the guy who plays Jim Chi is played by Kiowa Gordon he's also on Reservation Dogs he was in Red Road accused and he was a character in twilight but i don't watch twilight so i have no idea who he was and i'm sorry twilight the movies twilight yeah the whole twilight saga twilight yeah Uh, he's a young guy but they made him look not as young in this because i didn't realize he was that young until i looked him up okay yeah they did there was some pbs um lee porn and chi stuff stories on masterpiece different actors obviously but um yeah it's the same characters just maybe a little more rough than you would get from masterpiece okay yeah so dark winds amc plus probably also on regular amc season two is now out and available sweet well the last thing that i have is another project by adam sandler and i have to give a major shout out to terry Mm mm-hmm uh, shout out to Terry. She she had watched a movie called You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah <laughs> on Netflix. Okay. The title is fucking awesome. And she and she she contacted me and she said, Have you seen this movie? And she was very curious to find out if somebody non-Jewish would find humor in it. Because obviously it takes place in a very Jewish household and and so forth. So I said, you know what? Let me give this a whirl. I swear to you. Remember back in like 20 minutes ago when I said that Adam Sandler loves the (laughs) 80s? Yes. He has created a true 80s coming of age comedy Hmm. in this movie. Now, this is a movie. It's not a series. That is correct. It is a movie. It is on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, great. Please watch this immediately. Is he? It stars. In it? Yes, he okay. is. He plays the father of of the the girls in question. Okay. And and one of his daughters plays a girl who is just about to go through her bat mitzvah, mm-hmm. and she and her best friend, you know, go through teen shit. Yeah. Boy, boys, and and the upcoming bat mitzvah itself, and 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 everything. The bat mitzvah is like what when you're eleven, twelve. When you're thirteen. Oh, when you're thirteen, that's what I meant to say. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you are becoming a woman, 
And and it is very much like a quinceañera where you are doing a big party and a celebration for it. Uh, and entrance videos are a thing. What you do at your party is a huge thing. It's a huge social status thing as well. Okay. But the thing that I liked about this movie and the thing I told Terry is that even though it is very Jewish, it is also very accessible. It is it is not it is something it is a movie that I am so glad explains everything that's going on. Oh, okay. So so you don't feel as a non-Jewish person outside of everything. Mm-hmm. And his daughters do such a good job in this movie. It's a you would never think that they are novices in acting. Oh, okay. It's and and Adina Menzel is in it, although she's kind of like throwaway. Hmm. She plays their mom. She plays the mom. Okay. Um, but she's very typical mom. She doesn't even sing in this fucker. And I'm like, oh, it's Adina Menzel. Oh, maybe I could let it go and be wicked all at the same time. And no, no, no she's happen. letting you know that she's an actress as well as a singer. Yes, that is mm-hmm. true. But I'll tell you what. Um, it is it is a wonderful, wonderful coming of age comedy. And it is completely universal in its themes and and just if you're a tween or if you're a kid who's ever been a tween, which is everybody, you will relate to this movie. You are so not invited to buy Bat Mitzvah on Netflix. Please go see this as soon as possible. It's funny. It's heartwarming. It's just awesome. So if it took out the. Jewish part, the bat mitzvah part, and just made it like a 13th birthday or even just a generic like sweet sweet 16 kind of a thing, would yep. it still have the same sort of impact if you kept all the the other like coming of ageiness? The It absolutely thing? would. Okay. It absolutely would. So that is completely accessible to everybody. Completely. Right. But But even the parts that are very specifically Jewish are explained. Yeah. Okay. And and they're explaining what you know a bat mitzvah is and how much it means and the steps you have to do and and it, it's it's just awesome it really is but yes okay. if you took that component out you could put anything else in a sweet sixteen a quinceanera you know you can do all of that cool. and still have an amazing movie but it also has such an eighties feel to it. Like the best friend running down the street because she reals, realizes she's so wrong and music is playing in the background. It just, <laughs> fuck. And there's even a shot of a theater playing nothing but John Hughes 80s movies. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Just in case you don't get the fact that it he's going for 80s. an 80s gotcha. teen comedy. <laughs> but Excellent. this is, it's it's awesome. But it is also of the now. Okay. And I will say that it doesn't take place in the 80s at all. It takes place in 2023. Oh, okay. It takes place in 2023. It feels like an 80s movie. Okay. Oh, and, and there, I see. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I probably didn't make that very clear. But um, it feels like an 80s teen comedy. But it takes place now. So he's trying it's to just, emulate John Hughes during his heyday. Correct. Correct. But this is a present day bat mitzvah yes. that you are not invited to. You're so not <laughs> invited to it. Well, we're invited to it. Okay. The, the other, the best friend is so not invited. Oh, you are for so not reasons. invited. For reasons. 
I gotcha. Okay. But it's 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 awesome. Please check it out. It's on Netflix. It just dropped, and you will love it. Okay. Okay. That's all I got. I'm done. That's all I got too. All right then. Wow. Okay. Okay. Bye. I guess. <laughs> Okay, that's like the end. All right. <laughs> Very abrupt ending this week. Sorry, folks. I, yeah. Okay. Bye. We got holiday <laughs> shit to happen. <laughs> well, yeah. Actually, I've got to go because I got to finish work and then I got to get ready because I got a happy hour to go to oh, later. I'm got a happy hour. I'm all. I know. It's it's actually somebody's retirement party, oh, which is cool. Happy retirement, whoever you are. Happy retirement, Ellen, which is great. Um. Oh, my God. Are we of the age where we're going to fucking retirement parties now? <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, I need some cicadas. Wait a minute. No. Oh, damn they it. The stopped. cicadas They're went done. away. They're done. <laughs> They're done for the day until tomorrow. Oh, man. All right. Well, but I also have a six-year-old's party to go to tomorrow. Hey, hey. And then, Happy and then also, that's right. And then a... Another awesome party by Dante and April, like a cookout with them. Mm, you got all kinds of shit going on. I got all kinds of shit going on this weekend. I've got Korean dramas to watch. What? <laughs> That's so not like you. I know, right? Huh? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was digging the barrel to get anything this week, man. Digging. That wasn't well, Korean. I mean, I no. could have a whole Korean, like, yeah. I had somebody, a, an old friend that I worked with on Instagram when I had posted some kind of Korean drama meme or whatever, say, are you into Korean dramas? Oh, my gosh. I'm, I I want to watch more, but I don't know what to watch. I'm kind of afraid. And so I'm like, you want a list? Uh, I can give you lists. And then I did an interview for somebody because we're hiring at my, my day job. And I'm... You know, I don't. I want to help the person relax because I know that interviews can be really, really like stressful because you're feeling mm. desperate because you just need a new job because you hate whatever you have or you don't have a job right now. Sure. And I asked her. Well, after asking her what her Hogwarts house is, I asked her like, <laughs> "So, what kind of TV movies are you into?" And she's like, "You know, I, I've." I be, before they were popular, I was into Korean dramas, and I'm getting my friends to start watching them now. And I'm like, we are meant to be. You need this job because I'm into them too. And then off the rails, no longer do I care about her skills. Wow. <laughs> or You're just going to hire the job. I am like, yes, boss, I love this girl. We need to hire her right now. Wow. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's completely fabricated her resume. She, she researched you to know that you like Korean dramas. She's one of our possible. 30 listeners who knows this. And then she went in there like, yeah, I'm going to get her. Right? Sucker. Uh, so, so, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. That's what I wow. do. I don't, I feel like i got off the rails again but yeah no i mean i don't know no. what happened there i don't know why i started talking about the <laughs> girl i interviewed and stuff well no because you're passionate about k-dramas yeah so yeah and 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 you're finding a community of people disparate right now but who watch k-dramas so well, you have something I, in common. I think it was more that i'm enjoying them they're they feel better than the current 
U.S. offerings that are new. I think that's what the difference is. Because Painkiller was kind of lame. I barely got through the first of, I think it's like six episodes or something. And then I found a I'm, movie from 2016 that I loved. So there's nothing really new American that I've been int- like I tried to or new uh, Hollywood stuff that I've been able to really get into. Yeah, it's been a I, while. I don't necessarily for me. disagree. Yeah, for me. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Netflix, even though I don't explore them has a whole world of shit that's on there. Yeah. If you're watching Netflix, you have your algorithm. And your algorithm is going to keep feeding you the same shit. Mm -hmm. So if you broaden your searches and you actually watch shit, you're going to broaden your algorithm and find new shit to watch. I would recommend creating a new profile and start watching things you haven't seen on your regular profile. Right. Yeah, to there's train that train a yeah, new yeah, yeah. algorithm to start feeding you completely different, and don't even yeah. like click on something that you would normally click on on your regular. Account. Right, ignore it, ignore that, and go for a new algorithm. Yeah. Or, so you're not screwing up the original algorithm. Yeah, like or like making the new algorithm into the same one you've already got. So now you got two profiles that serve up the same stuff. If there's a show right. that appeals to you. Write it down and go look at it on your other account. But that's what I've done. Exactly. I've done. A, I've created a whole new profile to see like what is it that I'm not getting shown, because I'm all into this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could do that with a type of show too. You could do documentaries. Yeah. You could do Korean dramas. You could do Spanish dramas. You could do Indian any number dramas, of things. There's Indian a lot of stuff dramas. in India and the Middle East. There's German yeah. shows. There's a, there's a whole there's a world French of other shows. shit. There's a whole bunch of stuff on Netflix. Uh, Hulu also has a bunch of international stuff, British yeah. as well as French and German as, and Korean and Japanese, I think, too. So, so de- do what Patty says and do a different algorithm in a different profile. Netflix is bigger than you think. Oh, God, there's so much. And, so, and you know, use that 20 bucks a month you spend. Anyway, come on, wrap it up. All right. Oh, wrap me, wrap it up? You're the one who went there. You're the one who does the outro. Yeah, I am, (laughs) but you just kept going, so I didn't do the outro. Let's stop now. Whatever. All right, people. Log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Click on that Contact Us button. Do you have separate profiles on your Netflix or other streaming accounts so that you can explore different things. Let us know that by clicking on that contact us button or by hitting us up on socials at Pirate Alice, at The Watchlist Pod, at Bill Ivory Larson. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button and tell people about us. We would love new audiences and we would love new opinions on what to watch too, so hit us up for that too. And if you listen to us on Apple, give us a five-star review because we are fucking All right. We are hysterical. We are, well, yes. Anyway, I hope everybody has a great week, and we will catch you next time. Okay, Okay, bye. bye.